This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Like a million dollars. Let me check out that ring. What's up, TMZ? How'd you find me, bro? I got my disguise on. What's up, man? TMZ Sports. Hold on. Welcome to TMZ Sports. I'm Mike Babcock. My flexing buddy, Mojo Mutati, is with us. As always, Mojo, we're going to start with a crazy one today. UFC superstar, or newly retired UFC superstar, Jorge Masvidal's dad, 67-year-old father, has been arrested and charged with attempted murder, Mojo, after allegedly shooting another man at Jorge's home Thursday afternoon. Now, yeah, crazy story. Jorge, obviously one of the biggest stars in the entire combat sports world. He was, and you're looking at the home right now, Mojo, and this is a house that we have seen before. It was just on Embedded, a UFC Embedded, as Jorge Masvidal was preparing for his big fight against Gilbert Burns. Of course, that being the match where he retired after losing. Jorge was not home at the time of the incident. He actually, Friday night, he has a a game-bred card, one of his fight promotion cards going on. So he was off working. He was not home at the time of the incident. But uh, this guy was shot, Mojo, at least twice in both arms taken to the hospital where he is now in stable condition. He is still being treated for those injuries. Uh, of course, the police were called. They took uh, Jorge Masvidal Sr., that's his name, uh, to the station where they interviewed him and ultimately arrested him again for attempted murder. You're looking right there at his mugshot, and it, uh, you know, I don't think it needs to be said, but I'll say it anyway. An incredibly serious charge that Jorge's dad is now facing. Yeah, this is absolutely a massive problem. I mean, that goes without saying. Again, to um, reiterate your point, Junior, I guess we'll call him, absolutely was not there, had no part in this whatsoever, definitely got to keep him out of this one. But shifting shifting it back to Dad, I mean, my goodness, I don't care what was said. That never excuses shooting somebody. Mike doesn't doesn't matter what he said. Uh, that's never an excuse for this. If anything, maybe get your butt kicked or something like that. But never, never shot at. The thing that I keep coming back to with this Babcock is that it happened inside the house. Yeah. Someone let this guy that was shot inside the house, meaning yep. that there had to have been at least somewhat of a friendly relationship to allow a person to come inside your house. If this would have happened outside, I'd have way more questions. Actually, you know what? Maybe I'd have less questions. It is more peculiar that this happened inside after an invitation. I mean, what could have possibly possibly been said? Uh, The fact that he was shot in both arms, not not the torso, not a leg, kind of an odd place to, to... fire two bullets off you gotta wonder if that was on purpose or not a lot of questions coming out of this one yeah and to that point mojo police have said and we do have the identity of the guy who was shot but he's not somebody who's famous so 
no, uh, no, no need to say his name here, but uh, cops did uh, indicate to us that Jorge Sr. and the, uh, the alleged victim, or the guy who was shot, that they do have some sort of relationship and they know each other. And like you just said, Moja, that, that becomes pretty clear once you find out that this actually happened inside the house. It did not happen in the front yard or the backyard or outside anywhere else. So um, this is something that, uh, that Jorge Masvidal's dad is going to have to deal with now. He was bonded out of the county jail a little bit earlier today in Friday afternoon. So he is home. He is a free man now. But obviously, uh, there are criminal charges here. And uh, Jorge Masvidal Sr. facing many, many years in prison if ultimately convicted. It's a story we will continue to follow. Stay tuned. All right, Mojo, moving on to Tom Brady. Tom Brady, the soon-to-be Fox Sports analyst. Or maybe not, if you listen uh, to a recent report, Mojo, by a guy named uh, Andrew Marchand. He is the media reporter for the New York Post, handles all things media-related. And he says, Mojo, that uh, you know he's been talking to people, and he actually believes that there is a better than a 50-50 chance. He put it at a 51% chance that Tom Brady was going to back out of that incredibly lucrative deal that he signed last year with Fox Sports, a deal reported to be worth $375 million. Mojo, we've talked about it here on the show. Uh, In fact, we broke the story. Tom is not going to be starting with Fox Sports until the 2024 season. So after this year, then Tom will join uh, the booth, and he obviously will be Fox Sports number one team. Well, he says this uh, report is not true. Not true. He intends to work for Fox Sports as an analyst. And uh, he went to social media to kind of uh, call nonsense on the report. So Marshan makes the comment, Sports Illustrated writes a story. And then Tom Brady goes on Instagram and he writes, Mojo, fake news, not true. Uh, obviously saying, uh, I intend to honor the contract and I will be calling NFL games. So uh, have no fear. Tom will be in the booth next year. You know, Babcock, when I first heard the report that he wasn't going to do it, I actually believed it. You know, I actually thought there was a world in which Tom Brady would turn down $375 million to do a job that doesn't involve him getting physically beaten and destroyed on a weekly basis. I mean, you look at what the last couple years of Tom's career cost him personally, you got to think he'd be very hesitant about cashing in on a career that was going to take time away from his family again. But then you start to think about it. Being a commentator is not as much of a time commitment as being the starting quarterback of a franchise in the NFL. I mean, you're on TV, what, like one day a week? I've never been a commentator in the NFL, so I, I don't know what prep time for that looks like. I'd imagine that, you know, you're probably doing most of your prep watching games from home and just you know, staying abreast of what's going on right. in the yeah, league. Moji, you know, you'll, you'll fly, look, you'll fly in a few days before the game and you'll meet with the coaches and you'll go out to practice for a few hours. But yeah, compared to what it takes to be a quarterback and the film study and practice time, I, it's a, it's a, a minuscule amount of, of the time required uh, to be quarterback. I still personally think he takes the job. Uh, 
But again, wouldn't have been totally surprised. Yeah, look, uh, $375 million, it's a hell of a lot of money. I don't know that it changes his life because he's already so wealthy. He's making like $100 million a year. At least he was as a player with all his endorsements. Uh, I will say this. I've talked to some people myself, and he is already preparing for his broadcasting role. Uh, He has no experience, so he's practicing. He intends to get in that booth and... um, 2024, when the season rolls around, we're going to be listening to Tom Brady as we watch um, some of the best football games on television. I'm excited. Mike Mojo and Lucas Lucas that looked like Antonio Brown giving a concert. What's going on? That's exactly what it was. But uh, so. the people who were, went to this bar, it was uh, Wolf's Beer Garden in Albany, New York. Now that is like near a couple colleges. So it's a hot spot for, you know, students to go to at night. The way it was described to me is it's a hallway that serves beer. Uh, so okay. it's very small. It's a dive bar, <laughs> but apparently out of nowhere on Thursday night around midnight. Uh, so I guess early Friday morning, uh, Antonio Brown showed up out of nowhere and he walked straight up to the DJ uh, booth and he said, uh, put that song on <laughs> and he uh, performed his signature song that everyone knows it's viral I can't say the whole title because it's uh, not suitable for television no. but um, he, apparently everyone loved it uh, uh, you know the he crowd was hand- looked into it they, yeah and he handed out tickets to Albany Empire Games uh, which is funny because he is embroiled in controversy right now he was accused of not paying his players or coaches and he allegedly made threats room. yeah such a big mess and I was told throughout all of this actually by the ex-coach Damon Ware that they have had the lowest attendance numbers in years Interesting. Be- because of Antonio Brown. He says, Antonio, no one likes you in Albany. Antonio said back to him, that's not true. Everyone loves me. And he says, we have had the lowest attendance since post-pandemic. Well, like, maybe we that's had... why he then hands out tickets. Yeah, so this might actually be a smart marketing tactic for him because he knows, you know, pe- people in college don't care. You know, they're like, oh, it's Antonio Brown. He's famous. This is awesome. Let's party with him, which is exactly what he did right after he went to uh, Wolf's because he went to a frat party and he was crowd surfing and everyone loved it. So he went to a frat party. Yeah. And there's video of that, too. But uh, I guess it might work for Antonio Brown. Maybe (laughs) we see some more people at the game this weekend. I don't know. But weird night in Albany. That's for sure. You know what I would do if I was at a bar or a club and Antonio Brown showed up and started performing out of the woodwork? You know what what I would do? What? Leave? I would walk out on my tab and I'd say (laughs) I pulled an Antonio Brown and I'd blame the bar. I'd say, this is what you get when you book this man. Look, man, (laughs) the only way I'm okay with this performance is if he's taking that money to pay the players and the coaches <laughs> that he refused to pay. This is ridiculous. I mean, he's messing with us, right? He knows everybody's upset about yep. what he did, and he's going out there and partying and performing and doing his thing. I mean, that's got he's got to be ribbing us with, with this right now. So, look, I, I don't know. This is just a ridiculous situation. I'm not surprised that this team that was back-to-back champs not only are the worst team they've been in years, but also have the lowest attendance um, that they've had in years. I mean, that right there 
that's the top two things you look at literally when yep. you're talking about destroying a franchise win-loss record and attendance i'm not quite sure which of those things are most important these days but uh antonio brown whooping up both from them coming up next on tmz sports what do action sports star travis pastrana and aew wrestling star darby allen have in common well both guys are going to join us and they're going to explain next on tmz sports If you're shopping while working, eating, or even listening to this podcast, then you know and love the thrill of the hunt. But are you getting the thrill of the best deals? Rakuten shoppers do. They get the brands they love with the most savings and cash back, and you can get it too. Start getting cash back at your favorite stores like Adidas, Macy's, or Levi's. And you can even stack sales on top of cash back. It's easy to use, and you get your cash back through PayPal or check. The idea is simple. Stores pay Rakuten for sending them shoppers, and Rakuten shares that money with you as cash back. Download the free Rakuten app and never miss a deal, or go to Rakuten.com to start getting the most bang for your buck. That's Rakuten, R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Welcome back to TMZ Sports. I am your host, Mojo Mutati. Michael J. Babcock sitting this one out simply because there aren't enough boxes left on the screen because we got the dream team here, baby. Brandon Taylor, Darby Allen, and Travis Pastrana. Fellas, how are we doing today? I'm doing good. Just holding it down, you know? Beautiful. Beautiful. Could not be better. How did this group come to be a unit, a team here? People from all different careers and past. How did you guys all become one family? Hey, I'll, I'll take that off. Of uh, We uh, basically started with Darby. We find the craziest people that come to my house. Actually, I believe you've been to my house, but I don't even know if I was there when you were there. But uh, um, crazy people from all over the world come there doing crazy stuff. And Darby is one of the craziest that I've ever met in my entire life. And uh, he has since come over with more and more crazy people. And then we found Brandon. Well, well yeah. Brandon, starting with you, man, you yeah. just made history recently. Tell yeah, us about man. what just happened. Well, I think as of now, I was the first brother to backflip the dirt bike. You know what I mean? So going down in history for that, that's as best as I know. So that's pretty awesome, you know? I watched this YouTube clip and it was insane. The clip literally starts with you attempting to do the backflip falling off and the bike yeah. almost landing on top of you and crushing you. <laughs> how do you come back from that? Tell us about how this process came to be. Well, that actually kind of helps because after that gets out of the way, you're just like, all right, well, that was the worst thing. So let's, you know, see what goes from there. You know what I mean? Did it you know, actually it's land like, on top of you? When the bike almost landed, it's like, okay, what else do I got to fear other than like breaking my neck? So now I just have to do it. You know what I mean? <laughs> Just pretty much just showed up to Travis house, did a few into the foam pit, you know, got the rotation down. And then from after doing it into the foam pit, it's just pretty much just taking it to dirt, you know what I mean? And once you take it to dirt, it's all about just pulling the trigger. Now, Travis. I have to say, like, so many people come to the house and they're like, I want to do a backflip. And if you start on, like, a pit bike or a BMX bike or a skateboard or whatever you're doing, you mm -hmm. can probably get it around in the, the foam pit, like a, a big 
pit of really softness that, that uh, makes it a little easier. It still hurts a bit if you mess up or the bike lands on you, but there's very few people that can go to dirt within a week, especially not with a, you know, I mean, hell, we got a uh, Brandon here. He's got a skateboard background. Um, you know, Darby <laughs> flipped, Darby can flip anything. And I, I think that air awareness that these guys brought to the table and he's like, I want to go to dirt. And uh, Brandon said, I don't want to go to dirt on like a pit bike or like a, a toy bike or any, anything small. He goes, I want to go on a full size, like, yeah. what do you got back there? So we borrowed, you know, like a full factory KTM race bike and uh, launched it and got got around on this, what, third try, man? Travis, you got a ton of experience here. I mean, for Brandon, for Darby, are these two of the guys that you've seen pick up the sport faster than anybody? I, I mean, you you anything that goes fast, it seems like you've done it all and won championships in it. So you're obviously <laughs> the guy to talk to here. Well, I have to say, Darby, um, he's as bad of an instigator as I am. And um, I've I've only rolled like a, the side-by-sides, the Can-Ams, probably like five or six times in my life. And three of them were with Darby <laughs> over there. Oh, no, we got it. Um, so it's been, been a fun uh, kind of watching just what these guys do. And I, I had no idea, I mean, the, the amount of the impacts that the, all the wrestlers take. And um, I was a little new to, uh, to that kind of sport when, when Darby came over. And the stuff that he's dropping from and the the uh, the coffin as he calls it. it it's been absolutely it's inspiring and scary at the same time at uh, what these guys are able to do so when brandon came over i never questioned anyone that, that darby wants to bring i'm like well they might not land it but they're going to be durable they're going to send it and they're going to have a good time doing it well darby uh now switching gears here a little bit over to wrestling huge win for you just recently on on dynamite and now you got a title shot coming up at double or nothing Talk about the match and what we can expect to see from that one. Oh, yeah. T-Mobile down in Las Vegas, May, at yeah, the end of May. I, I know it's it's big. It's my first time ever main eventing a pay-per-view, and it's awesome when a company, like, sees something in you and actually gives you the ball and, like, run with it. And that's been my whole MO since AEW started is, like, pushing the boundaries inside the ring and outside the ring. That's why it's so important to me to, like, meet up with guys like Pastrana and like make stuff happen, like do stuff that no wrestler has ever done before. And a thing that I'm going to be doing uh, next year that no wrestler has ever done before is climb Mount Everest. So uh, that's a, it's a big, uh, you heard it here first. AEW gives me something that like no other company can give me. And that's like, you know, the freedom to go crazy outside the ring and do my stuff. No, ain't, I'm telling you right now, no other company would let me skate with Tony Hawk or, go crazy at Nitro Circus with Pastrana and stuff like that. Like, you know, uh, you saw it. We were at doing an interview uh, last year when I, I you saw it, interviewed me about jumping the house. Travis actually helped set that up. So, uh, dude, I just, I have to say, it's not to interrupt here, but Darby goes, I want to jump my house, but he didn't want to jump it with like, you know, a truck that was meant for it or whatever. He gets like this stock vehicle launches over his house. So I ended up breaking my back like the week before and I was like, I, I don't know, man. It's going to be crazy. So I got a hold of the Andersons, like Gravedigger, Dennis Anderson, Ryan Anderson, Adam Anderson. They kind of built this, or the roll cage, so added more weight to a stock vehicle where if he landed flat, it was going to break him in half. And the Andersons were like, dude, I don't even want to touch that with a 10-foot pole. Like, he's got to jump over his house and land perfectly on a travel, like a mobile home. Not like a foam pit or, but like, the craziest stuff I've ever seen. And he is, just lands it, nails it right off the bat. Well, guys, thank you so much for joining us today on TMC no Sports. Awesome conversation. Congrats to all three of you. 
Uh, yes, not only you. on your life successes, but setting the record for most uh, guests at one time on the screen here at TMZ. <laughs> Thank you guys so much. Thank no you, problem. Mojo, before we get out of here, there's a big, big UFC card going down in Jersey this weekend. UFC 288, lots of good fights, but two fights with massive implications. Uh, of course, first, and we talked to Dana White about this yesterday on the show, Gilbert Burns versus Bilal Muhammad. The fight I'm fascinated, though, Mojo, and I want to give some picks here for this one. Henry Cejudo, Triple C, coming back to the octagon after three years away against the current champion, our guy, Aljamain Sterling. Aljo has won eight in a row, hasn't lost in forever. Cejudo hasn't lost in, like, six years. So these guys don't lose. They always win, but somebody's going to have to lose come Saturday. I cannot wait, Mojo. Let, let him, you go first. Let's get your pick, and I'll go second. Well, I'll tell you what, Babcock, I'm going to start this thing out by picking my guy, absolutely, Bilal Muhammad, for the win. But since the card goes down in Jersey, where you are from, you get to pick the main event first, sir. All right. In that case, and this is a tough one, both guys, very good wrestlers. I am torn, but I am going to go with Henry Cejudo, one of the greatest fighters of all time. Perfect, because I'm going Sterling, brother, for the reason I always pick to go opposite you. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. That's insight you can't get anywhere else. Yeah. <laughs> Only right here on TMZ Sports. <laughs> On Monday, I was going to say tomorrow, on Monday, we're going to have all of the coverage. Yeah, there's going to be a lot of after-party stuff. Uh, lots to talk about on Monday after a big sports weekend. Going to be great, Mojo. We'll see you then. Oh, yeah. After the whole entire weekend and the UFC fight card, Monday will surely be 